with all the exam results out now, how does Education Minister Julie Edge MHK think Manx students have done? Relations between teachers and the department have been shaky at best over the past few years. Are there any signs of improvement now? And what's the latest on the QE2 drag queen affair? So what does the minister think about this year's exam results? Obviously, it's the first year that the examination boards have gone back to sort of the traditional marking post-COVID and it's not been on assessments. And, um, so it's the first year of those results. So there was an expectation that um, results could be different this year. Um, however, I think our results are, you know, okay considering that and um, if you look at sort of our headline results for A levels so A star to C was 67% Um, so and for GCSEs um, the level 2 pass rate which is IGCSE or GCSE grades A to C was 72% Um, so I think you know overall they're they're not not a bad set of results considering that um, this is the first year of that and um, you know it's down to the hard work of our students and and for them to get these results and hopefully going forward we'll see um, progress for all of them and whether they're going on to into higher education or up to UCM or going back into our schools to do A-levels you know I'm hopeful that every student has got what they wanted out of the examinations and they're going to progress onto their future careers in whichever way they've chosen. In, in, in terms then of the, the results, obviously COVID has impacted on the uh, students' education, GCSEs and A-levels. Um, that hasn't been factored in now in relation to these uh, exam grades. The, the grades aren't as good as, 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 as they would have been if, if uh, the, um, the, the uh, taking account of COVID uh, that w- went on in previous years would have st- uh, still been in place. Is that the case? Well, obviously, it's the examination boards that set the parameters for examination results. And, you know, I think ours are, are a good set of results um, considering this is the first year of sitting in full exam conditions with that full mark coming from the examination board. Um, and certainly the other element that we've introduced this year was free um, English and maths at level two up at UCM. And we had um, a pass rate of 98% on that. So, um, you know, there is, there is significant um, results there to help support people to get into other careers with English and maths from that UCM perspective and that initiative and policy that we put in place that they could go to the UCM and um, sit these examinations um, without charge. Um, so that's sort of that lifelong learning experience and that's been a good outcome as well. Um, obviously, um, everybody's got individual challenges um, post-COVID and our schools are there to support them and make sure that they achieve the best outcomes um, for those individuals and um, certainly that has happened. I'm not aware of anybody not getting into any of the places um, that they've chosen. Um, Certainly we've got a lot of students have got into their first choices at university and um, obviously any students that had had any difficulties will have discussed that with their teachers or with careers advisors and um, know the destination that they're going to will be the one that's supporting the career opportunities that they're wanting for the future or coming back to school to continue their studies. Your counterpart in in the UK got into a bit of hot water by 
saying words to the effect of, well, it doesn't really matter too much about what your grades are. Um, it's how you perform later in life in terms of uh, jobs and the like. Um, presumably, you wouldn't, you wouldn't echo those words. No, certainly. There's a lot of hard work for our students. You know, they go to secondary school age 11, 12, and, um, you know, at 16, they're coming out with results, and um, a lot of employers are looking for these results to for them to be able to go into those working places for their careers. However, results are at 16, and I, I, you know, and I, I'm one of these people that you go into a workplace and you continue with that training and qualification and skills and which is which has given you that growth to then move on to to other things. Um, obviously, students that go off to university, it's really important that they get those results at A level um, to be able to get the university places that they they want for the courses that they've chosen. Um, so you know, I would I wouldn't echo those words, but there's never it's never too late to learn, and I think you can also learn and earn at the same time. Last time we spoke, we were discussing a question that Michelle Haywood had asked about T-levels. Obviously, results are now out for T-levels. Uh, um, are you convinced that maybe this is something we, we now need to be looking to do, or are you, do you still have a, a, a certain amount of uh, scepticism about this? We, we have no choice, Phil, because it's not available to us in our jurisdiction, and obviously we will look at um, the outcomes from the T-levels I think um, the truth of, of the T-level results in the UK was it wasn't as expected um, f f from the data and some of the um, highlights that I've seen. But it is something that if that becomes the examination structure for the future, we will have to implement it on the, on the island. Um, but until it's available in our jurisdiction, um, you know, I'd prefer to see that we're progressing our students and allowing them to get to get the qualifications and opportunities that they can get a, a, an outcome at the end of it, um, rather than saying, right, we're introducing T-levels when, you know, there's clearly teething issues is, is probably the right word to use. Um, and uh, we want to do it right for our students on the island. Do you think the exam system actually provides... Um, a good grounding for people, uh, students who, who are either going on to university or probably more importantly entering the workforce. Do you think it gives them all the skills uh, that they're going to need when they uh, move into, into the life of work? So we hear this a lot, don't we? It's about the soft skills and how, how do we develop um, young people to, to go into the workplace. Um, certainly every piece of, of education is developing a, 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 a student um, from the minute they arrive in our schools. Um, with regards to the expectation of an employer, um, we are working, we have set up a skills board now um, that's looking at... Uh, obviously working with business, working with employers to see what what is the gaps. However, as I said before, learn and earn should always be an opportunity and UCM does offer that opportunity. Um, we've managed to achieve that um, level three course for um, childcare providers for, so that the people that are within childcare can go to the college and work as well. And, um, you know, certainly that's a route that many people took 
when the college opened, it was very, very popular that you, you went to work, you could do your accountancy exams there, you could do all sorts of other exams at the college, but you worked at the same time as doing your studies. And that is a pathway that people can take. We do have a full pathways um, map now that shows what you can get from, from from whatever stage you're at in your education. And I think that was one of the key um, sort of policies that I wanted to see that any student in our schools can see in front of them what a pathway is and it doesn't have to be that you go to university there is other options on the island that you can still get that degree um, through through other means and I think it's having that opportunity and options for everybody and particularly in life things don't always you know you could plan the next three years and things don't always go to plan so we've got to give that lifelong learning opportunity that people can dip in and out at, at the pace um, certainly once they reach so, so so education's job is at the age of 16 to, to ensure students have had an education and that they can come out with the out, some outcomes which is the examination boards that are utilised at the present time obviously the, the further education which, which is from 16 and above um, that's where the opportunities and choices come in for the individuals as to how they wish to further their careers um, and with regards to the soft skills, I, you know, my my personal view is, you gain though from mixing within environments which could be the working environment as well as you, you're training at the same time, and you know, can anybody say this is how you teach life skills? Because everybody's in, in different and every business is different. So to me, it's that that working relationship and partnership that you go into with an employer that wants to invest in you and make the best out of you to be part of their business and their future and um, you know certainly I see that with with a lot of our businesses but um, it is an area that under the skills board that we're looking at how we can make that work better and obviously the apprenticeship scheme um, we're doing our best to make sure that we can have the courses in place for uh, as many students that wish to take the apprenticeships this year. However, it is down to the resources and whether there is tutors available um, to do those studies. So um, certainly the apprenticeship scheme is still very strong and um, that, that's another opportunity for, for those vocational routes that students can have. The most important thing that... Um, any uh, education can deliver to a child is to inspire uh, children to want to learn. It's fair to say that over the course of the last year or so, the relations uh, uh, w between the department and the staff, the teachers in the schools who, who are there to inspire have not been wonderful. How are things going there? I mean, have, have, have you now resolved all your differences um, or are there ongoing disputes still? So um, I, I actually think relationships have improved, obviously, with, with our unions. We, we do negotiate with them. And um, obviously, there has been disputes, um, which we've managed to sort of move, move forwards with regards to them. However, we, we still um, need to make sure that everything that we're doing, that we're doing it in collaboration with the unions and our staff and... Um, my aim is to make sure that we've got that stability in our classrooms so that teaching is delivered to our students and that's the most important uh, matter that we've got highly qualified teachers well trained in front of our students and um, you know that that's consistent um, student contact contact time is 188 days 
and um, obviously teachers are contracted for 195 days and um, certainly it, it's you know there has been some challenges but I do feel that the, there is light at the end of, of, of that and um, we will work with our unions and um, make sure that it's a proper collaborative approach to education on the island to make sure that our young people have got the best opportunities. One of the criticisms that often comes uh, many times from teachers themselves is that um, they are drowning in bureaucracy. And on the one hand, as a former minister, I understand the need for bureaucracy, um, particularly when things go wrong and then um, you know, various people need to be blamed for the thing going wrong and therefore a whole raft of new bureaucracy has to be introduced to solve that problem. Do you think we're in danger of overdoing the bureaucracy and underdoing the, the, the fundamental role of a teacher, which is effectively, as I said, to inspire children, to teach children, to, to encourage ch- children to want to learn. Um, certainly the teaching um, framework and responsibility points that are there within. So you've got your basic pay for teachers, but then you can take on additional responsibilities. And that's where your paperwork and bureaucracy comes in, that you're managing something to get the additional um, uplifts in pay. Um, but, but this... You know, it's not unique to the Isle of Man. Um, However, what we did do last year, we introduced, um, because there was concerns around the amount of cover that teachers were doing, so then they couldn't focus on on doing the the lesson plans and and workload that they needed for, for the classroom. So we did provide funding for 20 additional cover supervisors um, for for our schools and that was to help support with that Um, but I think it's really important Um, people might think some of the processes are bureaucratic however parents have a right to know what their children are receiving in our schools and an element of that will require recording and reporting and um, that's really important but also their loco parentis of you know, 12,000 students every day in our schools. So we do need to make sure that there's um, stringent processes in place to to keep our students safe and secure as well. So, um, you know, teaching has always had that element in it. Um, But with regards to ensuring in in the classroom that they're inspiring. Last year I had the wonderful opportunity of getting around an awful lot of our schools and... um, I was inspired, I have to say. You know, you you walk into a primary school and it's completely decorated out with the Lion King or something like that. It's just the, the, the creativity, the innovative approaches that teachers have got for learning, it, it, I, I would say is outstanding in, in, in the majority of our schools that, and certainly the ones that I've seen. I even went along for the school dinners and seen a school dinner being presented at Wollaston School and the children were happy and you know certainly what was being served that day and they didn't know I was coming to the school um, certainly looked very palatable to me. There has been a little bit of criticism about the department's announcement that there's going to be two less days for for the children to be in school for the next two years uh, because those two days are going to be taken up with uh, staff training. I think the concern that was expressed was that um, well, th- how did the uh, the teachers learn about this first on Manx Radio rather than by being told by the department? Can you see perhaps why uh, that you know, the initial reaction from some teachers has been 
well, surely the department should have let us know. So there's no change, actually, to a teacher's contract. It's 188 days um, of of teaching time, and then they do 195 days, so that's their training time. So um, teachers have always had these two days, and it was introduced approximately about 10 years ago that they were to do cover um, periods for these two two days that were not timetabled because they were there to be utilised for cover. So, so all it's doing is formalising that, but it has been done um, with, the, with the full consultation of the unions. So um, certainly um, the approaches have been correct. However, we are in a holiday period as well. So, you know, if, if there has been communications, they may not, well, may not have been picked up, but it will certainly be communicated. But it isn't, it isn't actually a change. Um, it's, it's supporting our teachers to make sure they can have that CPD time um, to, you know, make sure that we are allowing them to advance in their their subject areas and get some specialist training um, to go to go with that. So, um, so as I said to you before, those twenty cover supervisors that we've put in last year have enabled us to be able to say, well, these two days can now be utilised for training. So, um, there isn't actually any change, um, you know. And it obviously schools finishing on a Friday, which I think's probably um, helpful. To, to a lot to a lot of people and um, but the main thing is there's actually no change to the contact time with students students will still be getting their 188 days of teaching so bad news for any children who thought they were going to get an extra two days holiday <laughs> well they're certainly finishing on a Friday instead of a Tuesday so. I suppose we should briefly touch on the um, the, the latest bit of the investigation into what went on at QE2 in relation to the um, in relation to that uh, the RSE investigation at uh, QE2 what uh, what is the latest with that so um, obviously we issued a summary um, report which um, was very clear that um, you know training does need to be in place for our teachers and there you go that's an element that these two days will help support um, and that we do need to look at whether specialist um, subject providers should be in place. Um, the report is currently being redacted because there is an awful lot of personal information in that and as soon as it's redacted it will be published. Um, and then re- with regards to whether there'll be a part three, um, as I said in the original release, it w- we would be discussing it with our professional teachers um, who are responsible for curriculum in our schools um, as soon as schools are back in September and uh, you know you could call that part three that that's the next stage we're going to look at that and um, it's still on pause the RSE PHSE will con- will be continuing if, if it's timetabled in individual schools but the RSE element is still on pause and won't be reintroduced until I'm satisfied and we're satisfied that the curriculum that's been delivered for RSE is a, is a Manx curriculum that everybody is content with to be delivered at, within our schools and to make sure that that is the same throughout the island so that it's a consistent approach to the delivery of RSE. Um, I still believe we did the right thing. We paused it immediately. We we established there was a problem um, obviously, stage two is out. It, it it has proven that perhaps there was a lack of training, and um, staff 
we're not familiar with the curriculum, but we, we will fix that. And I think that's the key thing um, that I'd like to get across to the public. If there's a problem and I'm aware of it, we'll make sure it's fixed. And what's delivered in our schools is the right curriculum for the Isle of Man. Were you surprised by the reaction? Because there was quite a, a heated uh, reaction uh, wh- wh- when this story broke. Uh, I mean, obviously, the, there were um, different sides to the story um, breaking their, their version of the story. Um, but uh, w- were you surprised by how people reacted? Um, certainly, it was. Um, it did flare up pretty quick. Um, but there was also issues within the UK at the same time. And I think when you've got it happening if you, in a couple of areas, it sort of makes people then think, gosh, how, how bad is this? Um, certainly, um, we could have stopped, you know, we could have said straight away quite quickly with, re- with regards to drag queens in our school, However, there was a lot of criticism that watched the department. They'll go and investigate themselves and say there isn't a problem. And I wanted to be very clear that we needed to do this independently to make sure that there was no nobody could then come back and say that was influenced by them, them and them. So it was put out and it was done by investigators to make sure that we had that complete um, separation from the department so that the report could then be judged on the report and what has been gathered by the investigators um, to, to, to put that report together. And I think that was really important to do. Um, and certainly, you know, we, we've now got part two delivered and we, we need to work with our professionals on, 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 part th- on, on stage three, really, and decide what we are going to deliver on the Isle of Man, um, but certainly won't be reintroduced until that piece of work has been carried out and we'll make sure that that's well communicated. Um, certainly elements are that the communication to parents um, hasn't been as good as it could have been. Um, certainly schools are busy environments, but we do need to make sure we get this right. And earlier on, uh, you mentioned we're in the holiday uh, period. Um, you, I, I think the, 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 um, the popular belief is that MHKs um, spend the whole of the summer holiday sitting on, je- on deck chairs and eating uh, Uh, eating ice creams um that's not entirely true is it i would have liked to do that (laughs) um i will be honest i've had three days off um i went to liverpool with my granddaughter to see a concert um but outside of that you're always continuing uh, and particularly in a school environment when schools are out the maintenance and the programs for the new year all start so you do get challenges and, and uh, around that um, obviously there's still Timworld work and commitments that you've made to Timworld so obviously we've got commitment uh, on swim pool report for Timworld in October so that work's got to carry on um, with deadlines for getting on the register of business um, and then obviously we've got the government conference so you're preparing, preparing for that um, so that, so there's lots lots still goes on and there's so many commitments you still have your departmental meetings there's obviously financial um, constraints and reports that have to go into treasury by certain times for the next financial year so you know there isn't any time to stop and anybody that thinks uh, they can stop completely and not do anything you can be a bit more selective 
about your timings on things during um, the recess, but certainly the workload still carries on. And I know my colleagues are working in committees, um, you know, Tim committees still. And um, it's if you don't consider the job as 365 days a year, you probably won't get the job done right. That was Julie Edge, MHK, Minister for Education. Were you inspired by your teachers? Is there too much bureaucracy in education these days? Let me know your thoughts on the programme by contacting philgorn at manxradio.com. Don't forget this programme's available as a podcast on Manx Radio's website. For now, though, I'm Phil Gorn. Goromayo. Thanks for listening. <laughs>